There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Good morning to all of you sexy humans that are watching on this lovely Tuesday morning. It is Mornings with Mizzy. Or if you're happening to catch this later on in the day uh, on the Mizzy Bender Show on my podcast, welcome back. It feels like it's been forever since we've done a live show, because it probably has been. We've done some weird sporadic ones in between. We did the special edition uh, with Mr. Mindbender himself, which he gets like a little bit wonky. Uh, but you know, I started thinking about the structure and all the different things from podcast perspective after having him back on. And as you can see, I'm back in my original format. I was thinking about my complaints about Spencer being on the show. And in actuality, it really shouldn't be a complaint because this is the day in our life, right? Even though I'm doing this as like an influencer to try and have like a voice in the lifestyle standpoint, it still is a day in the life of my Bender parties and Mizzy Bender, Mizzy's boutique, whatever the fuck. Uh, you know, it all is. So I was like, you know what, we gotta go back to basics. If he's in the fucking bathroom and he's blowing his nose, well, then that's what it's gonna be. If the dog's collar's, you know, jiggling, then that's what it's gonna be because this is my life and you know what, this is what makes me feel most comfortable when I'm doing the shows. It's not, you know, I tried it. I tried putting together the whole station and whatever and I'm, it just doesn't feel organic or like good to me. So bringing it back to basics and we're going to have to deal with it along the way with these weird little silly things that go on and I'm okay with it. I've come to terms with it because uh, I actually think it's kind of funny now. So that's a little spit on that. I want to say I am so humbled and overwhelmed by the amount of birthday wishes that I was sent between the gifts and just wishes. I couldn't possibly respond to everybody so I'm so sorry. If you did reach out to me via IM or whatever method it was, I was really good for a couple of hours, but then I was legit going to have to, con you know, I was gonna have to really sit there and do it for days. So I'm really sorry I couldn't get back to you, but do know, I did see your message. I probably am gonna get back to it. I just felt really overwhelmed with trying to respond to everybody. So thank you so much for that. Uh, there are a few gifts that I have been using around the clock. I received this amazing bong, which you're going to, you're going to see video of it uh, soon. It's black light reflective. Things changed my world. So if you're watching this, thank you so much for that bong. Uh, I no longer cough like a mad woman, and I only have to take a hit or two before I'm completely blitzed. So it actually works out really great. For all of those that did give you give me gifts, like. It is the most humbling thing to know that you know me so well. Some of the items that were gifted to me made me cry on so many levels. Uh, the simplest things, from a candle to the saying on it to you know the jewelry that was given. Just you know whether it was a dream catcher or an owl or whatever it may be, it truly made me realize and recognize that you all are amazing humans and I'm so thankful that I get to sit in front of you guys and do this as frequently as we do do it and 
I'm really, really happy about that. So stay tuned to what the August Mizzy's, the Mizzy Madness raffle for August is going to be because it's my way of giving back to you and you don't have to do anything uh, really except for, well, stay tuned and I'll tell you. So thank you for all of that. Now that the show has officially launched, I'm just going to check in to see if we have any viewers and things. So let's see here. Oh my gosh, we have so many. It's going to take me a minute to say hello. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Lacey, Johnny, Frank, Jim, Megan. Oh, goodness gracious, JP, Frank. Oh my goodness, Melissa. You guys are all so amazing. June bug. Thank you so much for sending stars. If you are enjoying this program, you can send me stars, which is a way to give back financially to you know the podcast world. Not that I'm asking you to do it, but of course it's always a lovely, thank you so much for doing that for me. So Frank, thank you so much for the stars this morning. All right, so thank you. Birthday wishes, that has been done. Okay, so the next one I wanted to talk about why I've been absent for, for so long. And I actually am really proud of myself, I'm gonna be honest, because you know, early on, maybe like June or May, June, whenever it was, and I was starting to say that I know July is a really challenging month for me because we have so much travel, we have so much company, and uh, it's a very exhausting time period for me. You know, everybody operates differently, right? So some can legit operate and not have to rest or not have to do anything. I know myself and I know that being around humans for so much, you know, for so long and, you know, especially in tight quarters, I get drained, right? And I legit feel tired, very, very tired. And so I knew that going into the month of July, which is why I established the 75 day challenge, because it was something that I really wanted to try and keep track of. Last year, I lost my fucking mind. Uh, No joke. I almost fucking knocked a guy out at an event. I lost my shit. I probably got into the biggest fight with Spencer I ever had gotten into uh, in a public setting, you know, around our friends. So I knew that there was like catastrophic uh, endings if I didn't really take care of myself properly during this time period. And I think that I did really well. Now, I'm not going to say I ate healthy every single day because I didn't, right? We had so much snacks and we were eating out and we were doing things, but I did try and make healthy choices. I did try and you know balance with salad and this, that, and the other thing, but I didn't worry about it too much because I was just like, fuck it, this is what we're doing. But I did keep in with like my stretching and you know every now and then in a weird moment, I'd start doing you know my squats or whatever. When I had, you know, I'd wake up in the morning before everybody was awake and I do like my stuff. So I did stay on a very consistent schedule, unlike last year. Are there improvements? Yes. Are there takeaways? 100%. Uh, but I'm really excited to go into the balance of the 75-day challenge because today is going to be a huge turning point in my life. And this is going to sound so ridiculous that I'm saying this, but I'm joining the gym. And it's something I've been talking about for a while. And I'm not just joining the gym for like my physical standpoint. Legit, I'm doing it for my sanity. You know, it's something that I've been working towards and for some odd reason, uh, the world seems scary to me and I don't know what the fucking deal is, but you know, after COVID was over, legit, I don't leave my house anymore. It's been two years. I legit sit in this house fucking every day in the same seat. It's either this seat or like my bedroom. 
that can't be healthy, right? And I started thinking about it. I'm like, okay, so my hair is starting to fall out. Well, probably because I don't have fucking enough oxygen flow and I don't have enough fucking, you know, ener- you know, things going on to work my body. Yeah, on the outside, maybe, you know, I don't look so whatever, but on the inside, I'm fucked up, right? Because I just hurt my back, which means probably my core is out and, you know, I don't have any strength. And if you look at all the jiggling and everything, there's so many different things. But not even just like that, like I'm saying, my mind is going to be so much healthier, I think, being in an environment where there's just other humans and people around doing their thing, Uh, you know, whether it's the class perspective or being on the treadmill, um, it gives me a lot of opportunity to be in society. I think that that's a really critical point. And truthfully, had it not been for the 75 day challenge and really trying to implement these things to stay on track, I don't think that I would have ever gotten here because every single time I talk myself into going to the gym, I get like overwhelmed about leaving the house. Okay, well then I start thinking about it. Why the fuck am I getting overwhelmed from leaving the house? Because uh, I have to drive. And I don't drive when I'm stoned and I'm stoned 24 hours a day, which means I have to cut back on how much I smoke. Uh, So it's like a whole thing, right? So I had to get my head in the game to make sure that I'm doing this the way that I feel is best for my own self. And today is the day, motherfuckers. Uh, I've actually, you know, I journaled about it enough that if I don't commit to myself and actually do it, I think that my journal is probably going to call me a liar at this point in time, and I don't want that. So uh, I kind of feel uncomfortable, and I kind of feel excited at the same time. I never thought something like this would be, you know, the biggest turning point in my life, but here we have it. This is where we're at. Thanks, COVID, for fucking up my mindset and making me a nervous Nelly about being in, <laughs> in the world. So I guess we'll see how that goes. But I was remembering back when I worked at corporate, we had walking treadmills. It was a wellness company. So they did everything that they they possibly could to provide wellness opportunities to us uh, throughout our workday. And the walking treadmills became one of my most favorite places because you can do anything on there. Uh, Now, I'm not saying that the gym has the walking treadmills, but it did show me that I can bring a book or I can bring my, my tablet and I can still do multitasking while I'm doing that. So that's kind of where my brain is at and I'm really excited and I'm happy that I had all this downtime because it's allowed me to really tap into all these different thoughts and kind of figure out where I am and what my next growth process is and what I'm trying to achieve. And this sounds like the most important thing that I'm going to do. So stay tuned to Thursday on how that all works out and uh, I'll share it with you. I'm gonna take a second. I'm gonna go into the comments for a moment and see where we're at because I'm missing a ton of stuff. Um, Clinton says, it all depends on who is in the relationship. If it wasn't, oh, oh, hold on Clinton. You know what, I'm gonna go and uh, now I'm gonna get to the subject. So sorry for jumping ahead. All right, so that's kind of like what's been going on. Today's subject, today's subject actually came out of one of our uh, Wednesday night happenings. So we've been going to Tobey Beach, which is, you know, a beach on, on maybe it's the South Shore of Long Island. It's, it's a great location. And on Wednesday nights, they have an EDM DJ. I've shared this a couple times on the show before. Spencer is like a networking mofo like no tomorrow. So he always has... Um, you know, whether it's his builders or, you know, lifelong friends that just like came out of nowhere. Somehow he has, you know, uh, uh, a list long of humans that are coming out to meet us uh, to, you know, hang out or whatever. 
I've really started to uh, communicate, uh, I don't know, watch, observe. I don't know what the right, I don't know what the right classification is of it, of one of Spencer's, you know, newer comers to this circle of ours. And I'm not exactly sure the composition of their relationship. I'm not going to lie. I think that there's some diciness that goes on in, inside. And, and I, I learned this after this topic came about. So it was even more insight to me, like when I was talking to Spencer about it. And so this couple, you know, they're, they're older, they're sexy, they're super fit. They seem to be very much into living their best lives at this moment in time. Now, I don't necessarily know what that means to each of them, but I do know that there's some sort of off balance within the relationship that they're trying to, you know, I don't know whether they're trying to find a spark again, if they're trying to reconnect if they're trying I, I'm not exactly sure what it is right so keeping all this in mind and this is because of observations and this is because of just light conversation that I was having nothing even having to do with the lifestyle just listening to them in general just talk and how they behave and how they are with one another now it seems to me that the gentleman is much more in tune to lifestyle than she is I have him in my ear quite a bit uh, whispering me things you know the first night it was you know he was he's like well let's try and really like open her up like go dance with her go and you know i was like a little bit like uncomfortable because i'm like i don't know where this woman is at i don't even know if she likes females i don't know why he's asking me to do this but that was like first one so i was like oh, okay i see where things are at here right so i didn't i didn't go and dance up on her what i did was i gave her space and I was watching her. And, you know, when I saw her look at me, like I would come in and we would have light conversation. Are you having fun? Simple stuff. Until finally she started to like open up and, and say different things that I knew she was more comfortable. Now I'm not saying from a sexual standpoint, I'm just saying for her own standpoint, uh, you know, what she was wearing, whether she was comfortable or not, and how it was coming off to others. Uh, you know, feeling insecure almost, but in, but it didn't seem like she was insecure. And you know, it's the same thing that I say to everybody. You fucking wear what you're gonna wear. You own it like you're supposed to wear it and nobody's gonna say anything to you about it because how can they, right? So if anybody's out there questioning the shit that they wear, fuck that, wear that shit like you were meant to wear it and you will be queen, king, whatever it may be, I promise you. Uh, it's just all in how we, you know, so this is like the things that I'm talking to her about. So this is like day one, you know, next time, He's like chatting with me about something else and is asking me kind of more questions and is more inquisitive to like Spencer and I's lifestyle, our composition. How is it that we're actually, you know, part of the lifestyle? Uh, you know, how is it that the men interact with me? He was almost trying to say what kind of man he would want his woman to be with. And he was explaining some characteristics and things like that. And I had said, listen, I said, the bottom line is, is whatever characteristic you want to map out, the person that is going to be fucking your wife should actually be holding the utmost respect to her. Uh, he should be laying out a red carpet for her as if he's very happy to be in her company. Uh, simply because your partner, your husband, whoever it may be, is allowing you to have interactions with their partner. So yes, you should be very polite and you should be overly, I think overly polite, not to the point that it makes you look ridiculous. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're going to, I'm going to say, if you're going to try and fuck Mizzy Bender, 
You've got to treat me with super respect. You've got to treat me the same exact way that Spencer is going to treat me. That means the way that he's going to take me to dinner. The way that he's going to, you know, if he's going to go to get a drink, is he going to bring me back a snack? You know, these are all the things that I'm looking for. So this is like what I'm trying to explain to this gentleman, right? Now, recognizing that they're not on the same page. I don't know what kind of conversations they've been having. He's so not knowledgeable. She's probably so unaware of like what's even going on. You know, like I'm thinking about these things. And then he comes out with, you know, if her and I, if she were to find, he described it as like a muscle person to go and have sex with. He's like, I legit, I would just send her off, go have her do her thing. I don't want to know nothing about it. And then that's that. I looked at him and I was like, whoa. I didn't even really hardly let him finish his sentence. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, that's a really big red flag for me. No, no. And he kind of looked at me like, really? Like he was really stunned. And so after my reaction, you know, I had said to him, I said, well, how do you know like how she's interacting with the man? How do you know that she's not gonna like him more? And, and I don't even mean that she's gonna like him more, but maybe you're gonna have that thought after it because you didn't see what her interactions was. You didn't see what her chemistry was with him. You didn't see what her behavior was. And now this is a very new, this is the first time, right? He was talking about the first time that they were ever gonna participate in a swinging scenario. He was just gonna send her out and that's that. I was like, oh my God, I, I don't think that that's, I don't think that we can do that. And so I, I was like trying to explain to him, I said, I don't, I think that you should probably, you know, be in the same room or, you know, be on the same page and kind of, you know, see what's going on. Even if you're not interacting, I'm not saying that you have to participate in the actual sexual act, but, you know, to be in the surroundings uh, and just see how it is and see how it works. And, uh, you know, is she comfortable? It, you know, is she gonna be able to get out of it if she's not comfortable? You know, there's so many different things that went through my brain and I was like, okay, there's so much more conversation that needs to happen here. But because hearing that made me be like, I'm sure that there are so many newbies within the lifestyle that would probably think the same thing. And I don't know if my reaction was way too harsh. And it, you know, because I just have the tendency to react and just spew my, my first initial thought. And when I did that, and I went back and I was talking to Spencer and I was thinking it through again privately, I posted in the group, right? Because I wanted to get the perspective of others to see, first off, having other, you know, outside environment or examples, I'm sorry, I couldn't think of the word because there are other people that have experienced things that I haven't. So maybe they were in this situation and they were able to provide a different, you know, outlook to it or, you know, hey, who knows? I just really wanted to see. And so with that being said, I did. I posted in the group and we got some really great responses. Um, okay, so before that, let me just go and check here because I see we have so many comments and there are just so many good mornings. You know, I really appreciate you guys today. So now, Clinton, I'm going to go back to your comment here because you did put the first response in and it says it all depends on who in the relationship isn't sure if they want to or really, if they want or really want to do the lifestyle. For us, it worked out for the best for our first time. You know, Clinton, that's a really great perspective and it was kind of in line with some, but not all of the questions. I'm going to take a second and I'm going to take a sip of drink out of my Mizzy cup. Yes. I've been doing really good with my water intake and I got to tell you, it's, it's such a tremendous help. When 
over the weekend when we had company and stuff, I, I slacked off. I, I didn't drink as much. There were some days where I didn't drink. Like there was one day where I drank like hardly no water, and I was like, "Oh my god, you could totally tell." Now I don't fuck around. I did bring in because I am gonna do a little commercial for my cup. Hold on one second. You know, because more and more people are submitting their adventures of their traveling Mizzy Cup, which makes my heart so smile, you know, smile so much. So we're gonna do a little, I'm gonna show you what the cup is actually all about. So this is the original. The original design that ever came out plays well with others with the upside down pineapple. And you can get the pineapple in many colors. There's a tremendous amount of colors. I think maybe there's like 10 to choose from. And you can personalize it so your name goes on in the back in white. And when you first get the cup, it comes with this travel lid attached to it. It's the airtight for hot, for the hot. And it comes with a separate lid. This is for your, you know, beverages, whatever. Snap tight here. And, and get this. It also comes with, yep, it's very own straw and straw cleaner. Uh, I gotta be honest. The cups do really keep the beverages hot for fucking ever and cold for a really long time. My sister was our my first, um, I had her do, you know, a, a product test on it and she would send me pictures like hour after hour of ice being in there and she, it would come to like four o'clock in the afternoon. She's like, oh my God, look, there's still ice in here. And so, yeah, really great. It's $29.99, well, $29.95 on my website, mizzybender.com. Nope, that's a lie. It's mizzysboutique.com. Silly girl, silly girl. So what's been happening is a lot of humans have been submitting me photos with their cup on different adventures. So it's been branded Adventures of the Traveling Mizzy Cup. And I have photos of the cups from everywhere around the country. Uh, I would love to get international, but if you do have a Mizzy Cup, submit the photo to me at mizzysboutique at outlook.com. I would love to feature that and keep showing the world how far the Mizzy Cup can actually go. So thank you so much for your support on that. And this commercial is now over. Dun, dun, dun. Back to the regularly scheduled program. 62% of humans in the Mindbender Parties group uh, commented or submitted uh, an answer on the poll. And I was actually relatively surprised to see the answers. 14% recommended that they do a joint activity for the first go around. 3% thought just support it without any hesitation. And I was like, all right, 3%. I'm happy to see that that statistic was low, but listening to their comments, I completely understood where they were coming from. And I'll share some of them uh, in a few minutes. Then here we go. This is the big number, 81%. 81% of humans said, do not participate in the lifestyle until you are both on the same page. I was so happy to hear that that was what the overwhelming response was because I do passionately feel this way. I do, and I, it's so hard for me, right? Because I do really, really, really support everybody's personal journeys, right? I want you to be the most happiest uh, in life and in the lifestyle. The problem is I watch so much detrimental 
things transpire within the relate within relationships within the lifestyle and i can't possibly stand by and say oh yes that's a great idea if like time and time again i've seen repetitive behavior showing that that's not really the way that it should be you know that was one of the things too i was I was talking to somebody this past weekend about the morning show and she was very inquisitive about what it was all about and she she pretty much was like, I haven't gone and watched or listened to any of your stuff because I feel like it'd be very stalker-like because she knows us, uh, you know, she's getting to know us as, you know, just individuals in general. So I guess she felt like it would be an invasion of, I don't know what she felt, but she was like, but since I know you, I want to really ask you myself on like, what everything is about. So I started explaining to her the journey of the show. And honestly, I kind of forgot what the fundamental foundation of what this show is all about. And yeah, it's, it's, it's to have fun and, and talk, but it's also to bring awareness to all of these subjects that are going to make you a better swinger, a better lifestyler in general, right? Some of the shit that I might say is really harsh. Like, yeah, don't fucking participate in the lifestyle. And I'm serious about that. I'm dead serious about it. When I say that to you, don't do it. Because honestly, there's things from the outside that I see that are going to break you. And it's going to be super detrimental. This, in case, watching this couple and watching their behaviors and learning some additional information from Spencer. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. You cannot be participating in the lifestyle at this moment in time. And I was very happy with my harsh reaction at first because... There are so many different things that you should be discussing when you come into the lifestyle. If you're not comfortable and if you feel like it's uneasy that you don't want to watch your partner, I just am going to question you on how's that going to make you feel afterwards. To me, it seems like there's more of an insecurity built into watching you than not and that would make me feel uncomfortable on what your end result is maybe not necessarily at that moment in time maybe like a month from now or something when you're reliving the moment or maybe you know some remark was made in an indirect way that had nothing even to do with the situation at hand or what but it made you think about something and now all of a sudden you have these ill feelings now how do you backtrack out of it because you agreed to this right I don't know it just seems to me that if somebody is ever going to turn around and say, I don't want to know about it, um, maybe you might need a little bit more time uh, to kind of talk through it. Maybe I need to talk to the wife and hear her side of it to see where she's at. Maybe if I heard her side, I might feel a little bit differently. But listening to him, I absolutely don't because I honestly feel like what he's trying to do is just send her out to fix a wrong that he might have done. And that's not really what should be done either and my perspective to her would be is this the fix i'm not entirely sure about that either you know so there i i have to hear it from both sides and that's also a lot of comments that come through too like they would need to hear more perspective and kind of get some more insight but i think that we share enough that we could at least get those thoughts going and with that being said i do want to pull up the comments from the group because there were so many that were so on point that um okay so this is the first one so frank is saying that there are many different ways to enjoy the ls and what works for one couple may not work for others 
being tuned, uh, being turned on by the idea of, but not the visual of your partner playing, and then the sex that follows is not uncommon. From what is stated above, it sounds like they have communicated how they got there in the first place, and he just doesn't want to watch. That's a starting point, not unlike the idea of women only playing for many in the beginning. Most of us started slowly and our desires evolved over time. I'd encourage them to progress however they were most comfortable and to continue the open and honest communication to ensure they stayed on the same page. Now, I thought that that was really great. Like the continuous conversation and communication as to where they're at and what's happening. Yes, I do agree with that. I don't necessarily know that they're on the same page. However, I will find out today because there are some developments that are going on with this, you know, Mizzy investigation that we have going on here. Uh, so I will find out some more in these developments later on today. And with that being said, I might be able to share some updated information uh, next week on her perspective or, or whatever. But um, I don't I don't necessarily, you know, I can't say if they've spoken. I, I'm making it up. I would just honestly be just shooting something out of my fucking mouth just to say it at that point in time. Um, okay. So that's one I thought was really great too. So Snow, she was saying swinging doesn't have to be the same room and you don't know what you like until you try it. If he doesn't want to see it, how about hearing it? How about seeing her flirt or kiss someone? They need to have that long conversation about why they want to join and what their boundaries are. So this I thought was a really great example of how to proceed with this because yes like together I would love to hear their conversation you know I'll never forget and I'm usually like on point and intuition and all that kind of stuff there was a couple that I was chatting with like a while ago and they were trying to be a triad with no rules or boundaries and I was like this is going to end catastrophically and I don't recommend that you proceed this way and not necessarily rules for you and your partner in the relationship but rules for the third person is critical and they were like no 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 it's gonna be great oh well no it wasn't great because they had a fucking explosive blowout all over social media legit within like two or three weeks after the announcement of this remarkable situation that they were in and I was just like oh my gosh like I wish more humans would take a step back and really think about that communication. And if you have to write it down, why do I wanna be in the lifestyle? What are my desires? What are my needs? How does my partner contribute to that? Is my partner even part of it? Because maybe some don't even want that. Maybe some just want to go into, who the fuck knows why, right? This goes back to some of the conversation that we were having a couple shows ago when we started the journey on the ethical slut, which we will pick up uh, in a show or two after we get through, you know, this welcome back transition that we're at. But, you know, in there, it was going through, uh, you know, kind of figuring out what our most, uh, what our sexual desires are and how we're going to participate in the lifestyle and how we're going to communicate those needs to our partner in the lifestyle. Um, you know, like Spencer and I, I think the reason why we're so healthy in the lifestyle is because we have very limited interactions with others in the, in the lifestyle. And that's not, I'm not dissing anybody because to everybody's own interactions and you do you how you feel fit, right? That's not what this comment was about. But I know for my own self, it, it eliminates any kind of constant um, 
conversation or whatever. You know, he and I are both very much on the same page on what we're looking for. Uh, you know, like the perfect example was at the, at the Hamptons party. Uh, and I shared kind of some of how all of that went. Sometimes Spencer doesn't want to be involved. Spencer just does his thing. But he has no problem if I want to go and do something because he knows it's very far and few in between that I'm in a moment where I say, oh my God, yes. That turns him on so much, right? And I know for me personally, I am so limited on the amount of humans that I interact with because of the catastrophic beginning that we have. And because of what I experienced and how catastrophic I know it can be, I'll never allow Spencer and I to get to that point in our relationship because our foundation is so much more important. Last year, there was a moment where there was a small crack and it did happen during this time period of July. Um, and it was both of our faults, right? I think that it was one of the first times that he found a lady that he was super interested in. Uh, you know, some of his behaviors were as to how he would have, you know, like an independent message. And it wasn't, you know, like, I've, I've explained it before, but there were a few little things. And with that one little, wait a minute, I see this is happening right now. No, we need to stop. And no, I don't, this is not how it should be. Or, you know, there were a few things that had transpired and he understood, right? And it was, an, it was enough for him to take a step back and say, you know what, like I can't act in the lifestyle how I've previously acted with other partners. This is a new relationship. This is a different thing. And I hear and I respect what you're saying. Now, that was just like a, a message thing. And when it came down to, it actually never came down to an actual in-person sexual interaction because things got a little bit bumpy but he and I were not on the same page and I was like fuck it if you can't hear me like I'm not I'm not doing any of this lifestyle stuff anymore like I just am not participating in it because why then go out and do it on your own right if if you're not going to hear what I need from the lifestyle and if you can't respect what it is that I need from the lifestyle, well, you know, we're either not gonna be in the relationship and you can go live the lifestyle however you want, or you can respect me and we can live the lifestyle, you know, together. And it took some time for, and and like I said, I know I'm talking in circles with this one, but due to my ridiculous, and this was part of my, my huge uh, mental breakdown last summer, and I don't know if I was reacting so heavily to how I felt about it because I had just had like a freak out last the, the night before so I was like overly emotional the next day but at that moment in time I said no we are never going to allow a situation in the lifestyle to get in, in between us ever and number one I needed to think about my reaction what was it that made me react that way what was happening was I not communicating clearly um, was it that I did not know like that I should be asking these questions there were like a few different things that I was going through to like self-respect self-reflect and of course you know I came out of it with a lot of learnings and when we were able to really communicate and be on the same page calmly we were able to see eye to eye and understand one another so long-winded don't be so emotional when you're trying to have these conversations as well because I think that you need to be super grounded and you need to be very clear in your mindset when you're trying to articulate exactly what it is that you're looking for 
when your brain is so messy and it's all over the place and you can't clearly think your thoughts out, it's not going to come out the right way, you know, with your partner or your whatever, whomever it is that you're trying to, you know, lifestyle with. And so these are the things that I'm going to be watching out for when I see the two of these humans next. The, you know, and it might be tomorrow, it might be this weekend, I don't really know. But I'm certainly going to keep my eye on it. I'm going to be communicating out these different points on what you guys shouldn't be doing and how you guys should be migrating in, at, you know, the best that I possibly can uh, with the insight of all of you guys sharing your, your perspectives with me. Where the heck are you, little mouse? I think you might have died on me. Okay, so where, what happened? I think my freaking, my whole... You know, Facebook is really terrible. I can't see my comments because, uh, I don't know, they disappeared. They didn't disappear, but there's no scroll bar there. So it's kind of like annoying. All right. <sighs> I hope you guys are enjoying the show so far. It's honestly so great to be back. Um, I've had so much time off and I've been doing a lot of thinking, but to have like a regular schedule and just to talk and kind of get my brain going has been really great. I was working on a website project, which is so ooh, is so dreadful. So to be back in action, oh, this is just amazing. So thank you so much. So Chrissy is saying, if you're not ready to see it, you're not ready to do it. There is so much potential for heartbreak and miscommunication in a first-time situation like this. LS is about having fun without judgment or pressure while communicating with your partner. You know, and I thought that that was a really great point that Christy had said, that it can lead to a very catastrophic ending for a first-time experience. Um, and it really, there are ways to eliminate that, right, by these conversations, by sharing, you know, openly about all these different things. And, you know, being transparent about, you know, the pros and cons of what the lifestyle brings, um, you know, I recommend, you know, really having just those explosive moments that are not going to have, you know, no regrets. There legit are very few humans that I've come to see in the lifestyle uh, that have like very few regrets or have very few arguments or disagreements and stuff like that. It's very far and few in between. So the more we can have these conversations and bring light to what's going on, um, I think is super important. And when I see so many humans contribute to the group conversations means that you all are aware and you all are thinking and you all are on the same page of how difficult and crazy this lifestyle can be if you don't communicate. And so I do really appreciate that you all take the time, you know, to even provide your thoughts because it gives me different outlook too. You know, when Snow is saying, uh, you know, maybe he can hear it or maybe he can this, I wish at that moment in time I could have provided that also. So when I do talk to them next or him next or whatever, I'm going to say, hey, you know what, how about if you don't want to see it, uh, you know, number one, why don't you want to see it? I probably should have asked him that. But then if you don't want to see it, how about these things? How would these make you feel? I would be really curious on what his answer is on that. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to the development of it. Um, and so... This one I wanted to make sure that I brought up because now this is the this is the exact example of the negative side of things, right? And this is a true person's experience and I'm so thankful that they shared it so openly. 
But she said, as someone who had a partner that couldn't handle seeing it, I can tell you it was more than just seeing it. He couldn't see it, he couldn't hear it, or talk to me about being sexual with another man or woman for that matter. He claimed he was lifestyle, poly, a dom, but after eight attempts over the years to claim to get him to admit, wait, hold on. After eight attempts over the years to get him to admit that we needed to give it up to save our relationship, him meeting with other women without my knowledge, him pursuing not one but three different women to become a thruple with us, not to mention the number of casual play partners, telling his partners he loved them, all while angry at me, nearly daily, for me being active in the lifestyle and not believing I loved him. He gave me an ultimatum. Him and the lifestyle and his bullshit, him, his lifestyle and his bullshit, or you know what. And guess where it left me? Just make sure it isn't more than what they are portraying on the surface. This can go much deeper when they're not honest with themselves. Okay, so when I read this, I said, okay, well, I'm so sorry that you experienced that. But it was sort of some of what I kind of felt like maybe this man is doing. I kind of feel like maybe he's got his own little thing going on. And his way of, you know, making it okay within his relationship is is this path and and that's that's a huge no-no because like i said in the beginning i don't know if she's going to resent him if she's feeling forced um i don't know like we always say like this is not a fix to the relationship i totally support uh you know sexual humans that are wanting to go out and you know swap partners and do that like i support you on that cause i don't support you if you're trying to fix something within your relationship to try and you know make it better um, if you're trying to add a little excitement to your relationship when you already have a sexually sound foundation and you and your partner are on a really great page, well, have at it. Have the most amount of sex that one would want. Fucking send your partner off, hot lifestyle, cuckold, I don't fucking care. Uh, but in this particular one, there are so many more red flags that I would say you can't do. And, you know, a lot of men uh, seem to have the issue with seeing their partner with another, you know, human. And I, to, to me, that's only natural, right? It's, it's something that you have to re unlearn, reteach yourself that we don't have to live by the way that society told us that a composition of relationship is supposed to be. It's your relationship, it's how you wanna live it, but as long as you're doing it honestly and openly and communicating soundly with your partner, is it okay? You know, to go behind one's back and, um, you know, do all these, things are not great you know Spencer and I experienced some of that stuff in the beginning when you know we were kind of transitioning out of all of our different scenarios and stuff and whether I was aware or not aware I would not I would not be able to have the same composition as when we first met and that was simply you know I was unsure of the lifestyle I was kind of just educating myself but I was strong enough to know that I needed to implement boundaries and that I needed to use my voice and that I wouldn't put myself in a vulnerable situation because of other people's actions uh, it wasn't going to be for Spencer and it wasn't going to be because of his partner and I didn't give a flying fuck uh, who it hindered or not right because at the end of the day our own personal well-beings our safety our mental health you know, all these things having to do with our own selves are the most critical thing when it comes out of the lifestyle because at the end of the day, you're the only person that's going to be able to live with your choices that you've made within the lifestyle. If you're making a shady choice, you have to live with that. 
And honestly, if you're making a shady choice and you're in the lifestyle, you're the reason why we're given a, a bad name. And shame on you, right? And it's almost like where I feel like this couple might be dabbling in. And so I'm, I'm very mixed reviewed on how I feel about it. And now don't get me wrong, they are a lovely set and I do really adore them and we enjoy hanging out with them and all these different things. So don't take it as I'm being you know, negative or disrespectful. It's just this one particular situation that stirred up from the lifestyle because people are always very inquisitive of us and, and how we are and think that they could just jump right in. Uh, and that's not the case. So, you know, <laughs> we'll see how it all progresses. All right, so before we get to the end of the show, I'm gonna do one more comment uh, just because, you know, so many take the time to contribute to it that I want to um, make sure that I really capture some things. So Eugene says, continue the discussion because I need to know more. I'm with you, man. I'm concerned about the phrase, send my wife. Wow, really? And I don't really want to see that. Granted, playing separately is a thing, but this phrase seems to point towards something unsettling. And when I read this comment, I said, you know what? You hit the nail on the head right there. I said, because I think that those were the, those were the phrases that made me feel like a red flag too. So whether he's unknowledgeable or whatever, there were a, a few key phrases within this conversation that this gentleman had shared with me that made me be like, oh my God, no, this is all so wrong. And since it was so fresh in my brain, um, yeah, since it's so fresh in my brain, the comment actually, or my post was, if you're chatting with a male newbie thinking about entering the LS with their wife and they say to you, I'm going to send my wife into another room and let her do what she's going to do without me, I don't really want to see that. That's what the original statement was. And so I was kind of like, oh my gosh, yeah. So Eugene, that's right. There were a few red flags that I, that's what made me kind of like reach up. And that's what I said to him. I said, you know, I think that those identifiers that made me react so harshly to. Had he used different keywords, maybe I would have had a different perspective, uh, but I'm not entirely sure on that. So, you know. So that's kind of where we are at for this this day's topic. Um, okay, oh great, the comments are working again. Um, so Jason is saying, my wife told me no, so I got shot down. Yeah, see, Jason, I'm really sorry that your wife doesn't wanna do it, but you have to respect her, right? You can't force her to do it. Listen, I think that it's like very rare and I haven't really come across many, you know, maybe my brother, although he has done it, you know, that say that they don't want to participate in the threesome or wouldn't want to do these kind, you know, I don't know any man that wouldn't say like, oh, I would love to go fuck anybody that I want to, da, 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 you know, all these different things. I think it's the woman that has a lot more hesitation on joining the lifestyle. And I don't mean to be biased on a sex or not, but I do strongly feel that way. I feel that mostly men want to be in this environment and they kind of trickle their wife into or their female partner into participating in this lifestyle that they're not completely sure of. Um, and that becomes, from a lot of reasons, insecurities, our own insecurities. I don't know what it's like to be a man, but I can sure as shit tell you being a female is really fucking difficult. Um, you know, for instance, myself, uh, you know, trying to be a home caretaker, run a fucking business, and not even run a business, try and learn, operate, ship. I mean, there's three levels. There's Mizzy's Boutique, Mizzy Bender, and Mind Bender Parties, and I operate every single one of them, except for when it comes down to, uh, you know, setup at the actual events, and we have a team. 
but aside from that, so I'm supposed to be in boss mode, I'm supposed to be in sex mode, I'm supposed to be in housekeeper mode, I'm supposed to be in fucking feed the dog mode, clean the house, you know, water the garden, weed the fucking lawn. I mean, fuck that. You know, there's so many different things that uh, take us away from who we are and, you know, what we're supposed to be as a woman that we get super conflicted. Adding on a man's need to want to fuck other ladies and not understand why can be very challenging and uh, conflicting if you don't present it in the right way. I'm going to be honest. I don't, I'm not entirely sure how I would feel if I was with a partner and all of a sudden they said, oh, this is what I want to do. I probably would be like, oh, okay, let's give it a whirl simply because I do like ladies and the mere thought always intrigued me. Um, so I don't know that I would be super like, whoa, that's like a really fucked up kind of presentation. Um, but I would want it to be done in a very delicate way. Like, oh my God, we have amazing, you know, sex. How do you feel about adding some, you know, more into it or whatever. That I can see, you know, being a really delicate conversation for me with my partner bringing me into it. With Spencer, being in the lifestyle and I had the choice to make the decision at that moment in time on whether or not I wanted to give it a whirl or not was my decision and only my decision because I had no relations with him whatsoever. This was just, you know, a fluke opportunity that kind of like came my way and it was almost like, are we doing it or are we not doing it? And it just honestly fit within my personality and, and who I was as an individual when I let my guard down and said, you know what, I'm going to fully embrace this. And, you know, and that took a lot too. Like, you know, I needed to make sure that my my family finally got on board with supporting what I was doing. And there were a lot of different things that had gotten me to the point. So men, you do have to understand, is a very hard thing for us ladies to hear when you want to propose the lifestyle because... Uh, it makes us immediately feel not devalued, but not enough, right? So you have to make sure that you're doing it in the most delicate way. Um, I'm going to have a follow-up conversation. I don't know if you all remember, but maybe a month ago, we had a conversation. It was a community-submitted question, and it was a male who, who was married, and it was, I'm suffering because my, my wife's sex drive is is not there and he was proposing to her you know the lifestyle and they're watching the show and they both engage and so they're both educating themselves and learning and growing along the way and together you know we had the conversation you know as a morning show on what we thought that this gentleman should do after the morning show was over he did go back and had takeaways and he built out a fucking list a mile long of the things that they should talk about from uh the partner's perspective i read that list on the show well it turns out that her need her needs are not being met she followed up with me and she said to me you know what we talked about all these things but now he's not following through with any of them now how does that make me feel so not only am i low on my sex drive and I can't meet his needs these way, this way, but now he sends me through this whole entire conversation, I agree to all these things, and now he's not ready to do it. Now that makes me feel even more devalued in the relationship because I honestly don't know what he wants. You see how complicated? This is not good. Going into the lifestyle because his, sex, her, his wife's sex drive is low is not the fix to their relationship. As you can see, it's not working out. And so she did ask me to do a show specifically on her behalf. 
Now I'm going to do that. Um, I just haven't had the opportunity to present the, the questions into the group and everything because they're a little bit detailed and there are a few of them and I have to really think about you know how to present it and everything like that, but that is coming. But this is one clear example of the community coming to us to try and fix something that just should not be fixed, right? Or not be fixed in this way. And this is exactly what I'm trying to eliminate from the lifestyle by these morning shows. Uh, so stay tuned for, for all that to come. Uh, all right, so the raffle for this month, Mizzy's Madness Giveaway. I'm so appreciative for all of you. So for anybody, and this is for the entire month of August, and I'm gonna need a fucking like tub to do this. For anybody that likes the morning show on Facebook, and for anybody that has commented on the post itself will be put into the drawing and i'll do this every single day i'll go through the post every single day and i'll add your name into the drawing so you can be added in for the entire month of, uh, of august which is 31 times no that's not true there's 31 days and we don't do the show that many times how ridiculous oh mizzy stop it um okay so what is it like seven or eight times who the fuck knows but um, even if you like it and you comment in it, I'll put your name in both of them and I'll put your name in twice for that day. So as my give back to you, comment or like, even share it. If you share it also, you'll get it. So three different ways, comment, like, share, and you will be entered into this month's drawing. And for that, where's the cup? You're going to get the Mizzy cup that I showed you. So for all of you that are watching, just a reminder, it is the purple. I don't know where my brain is at this morning. I'm just making stuff up. How ridiculous. It's orange, it's not purple. Jesus. Uh, so it, it's the orange plays well with others, uh, Adventures of the Traveling Mizzy Cup that you'll be uh, gifted at the end of this month's raffle. So be sure to get yourself going. Tell all your friends about it. Make it the best morning show on Facebook. Okay. All right, so that's that. If you're wondering what we're going to be doing this week, tomorrow we're going to be at Tobey Beach. We're going to be doing the EDM DJ thing again. So if you're along, on Long Island, so you can probably catch us there around 7.30 at night. Um, you know, I'm in usually my regular Mizzy getup, so you probably can't miss me. On um, Friday, we travel again for our Wild and, wild and Out and White party. I'm really excited. We have a huge group coming with us this time. We have some friends traveling uh, from home with us. We have a few others that are traveling from around state that we haven't seen in a while. So it's gonna be a really great event. If you have not RSVP'd yet, um, mymentorparties.com and uh, you'll have all the event details there. It's in Rhode Island. I think that that's it. This was great. Wish me luck at the gym and maybe I'm not gonna melt when I step outside into the real world and have to use the car. I hope that I make it home. <laughs> um, so good morning, SG and NG. Good morning, Chad. So everyone, thank you so much for contributing to the morning show this morning. Uh, stay tuned because we will be back on, well, I'll be back on Thursday morning at 7.30 Eastern. If you have a question, a comment, or topic for the show, please send it to me at mizzybender at outlook.com. Until next time, you guys, I'll talk to you super soon. Kisses. Ah!